Good morning, everyone. I'm glad that you're all here today, and it's the last day of the year. That's, that's exciting. Tomorrow's a new year, and tomorrow's a day that I get to sit there and think about how I should make resolutions, and I will not again, because I failed them every year, except my resolution in my life to get closer to God, which has been one that's been amazing. So I pray that this year when you're trying to make your resolutions for all the things that we so often do, like working out and eating healthier, I just ask that everybody go home and like I am tonight and look at your life with Christ and let's look at how we want our new year to be. So if we look back and we really see that we failed in prayer time and we've really put it off, then let's make that a commitment. Let's set our alarms. Let's pray that the Spirit will indwell in us in a powerful way that we delight and look forward to it. Um, so yeah, there's not many announcements, and it's not Advent, so we're going to get into prayer. And if you're a visitor today, we're so glad that you're here. Please fill out the card or online the thing. And if you're online, welcome to New Hope. Um, just reminders about different service times in the bulletin. There's no family night at home tonight, so enjoy your New Year's Eve. Let's go to the Lord in prayer today. God in heaven, oh, Holy Spirit surrounding us. Jesus, we love you, we adore you, and we praise your name, and we thank you that we are um, in this place together. We thank you so much that, that you have redeemed us. We thank you for creation, for the beautiful glimpses that we get each day just right here in Earl of your creation. We are so thankful for everything and I, I love to imagine, Lord, how it was when you first made it, because this is, this is a fallen world. This is a world where nature is not where it should be, where we are not as we should be because of us. So, Lord, I am so thankful for what you have given us here, and you still have a better plan for us. Praise your name, and I thank you for that hope that we have and that future that you will give us as we choose, Lord, and for your salvation. And I just pray over this service that you will open us up so that we can hear what we are to hear and, and that our focus will be on you and not anything else of this world. Let the world be diminished so much in our life that it seems just repulsive to us in light of your glory and your amazingness and your, your sovereignty. I love you so much, and, and we just pray that we pray that lives are changed today, that we respond to the gospel in a powerful way in each one of our lives. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Here's a piece 
Children's Church. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, and uh, <clears throat> hope uh, I was talking to Craig, I think it was, this morning, and you know, everybody's been sick, or, or, or they are sick, or there's a good chance they're probably going to get sick. <laughs> uh, so I pray health for everybody, and uh, that you'll get over whatever you might have, and uh, look forward to a, a new year. We've only got a few, a few hours left in this year, and I know a lot of folks will sure be glad to see this year pass on by, and, and 2024 is about to storm the doors. Here it comes, right? Ready or, ready or not, here it comes. I saw a, a meme on a Facebook post, and it, it was uh, a lady was talking about getting ready for New Year's Eve, and she said, I don't know, now how many of you have big plans to go out tonight? Anybody? All right. So, you and all the youth, right? <laughs> And so she said, I just can't decide what I'm going to wear downstairs to, the, to my living room. <laughs> and so she said, I might not even go. Uh, as we get older, that's the extent of our going out, isn't it? Uh, watching it. I, I guess we've come to try to watch the ball drop. And, and I venture to say, we don't normally watch the ball drop every year. We get up and watch the replays the next morning because we just can't stay up till midnight. doesn't seem like any longer, but... Uh, this year's going to be gone, and uh, much like the, the last several years, this year's been a crazy one, and it looks like uh, 2024 is probably going to be another crazy year for us, but um, I, I want to encourage you to, to take time maybe today or tomorrow and just reflect on 2023, because there have been some, some great times in your life this year. You might be saying, oh, I don't know about that, Pastor. But there has been. There's been some really good times. Um, there's been some really difficult times, haven't there? There have been times of joy, times of sadness, times of anxiety, times of stress. Think back and, and, and try to pinpoint each of those times there. Because in each of those moments, God was there. God was there with you. And in every experience you had, large or small, significant or insignificant, determined, you know, and how you responded to each of those, each of those life events determined who you are today, who you have become, who you've developed into, and how we will face tomorrow. Because there's certain, it's most certain that there are going to be difficult times ahead, aren't there? There's also going to be times of great joy ahead. But just be reminded to, to, to look back through everything you've gone through this year and be reminded that God was there. That God walked with you through the good times and the not so good times. And so just take a moment to sit and 
and reflect on God's goodness and, and God's faithfulness during the year. Because you see, when we, when, when we acknowledge God's faithfulness and, and, and how He was there in the past and how He supported us and, and got us through, it gives us hope and encouragement for the future. It gives us strength and confidence to face the days ahead regardless of what comes our way. <coughs> there are people in here that are going to experience death in their family. There are people in here that are going to experience tragedy of accidents, medical, financial. But as we prepare our hearts and our souls and our minds spiritually, we can face those days when they come. We, we can approach them with, with confidence knowing that, that God is with us and going to walk with us through that, through that time. And whatever we experienced last year, it's important to turn that page and look forward to the coming year. To keep moving on, keep moving forward. Let me ask you, how many times have you, have you bought a book, purchased a book, and you sat down to read it, and you, you got a couple of chapters in, and, and life kind of happened, and you sat it down, and that was it? <laughs> you didn't read the rest of it? Does that, has that happened to anybody else? That happens to me quite often. I, and so I know I'm, not, I know I'm not alone, but I know I'm guilty of doing that. And, and granted, I know some books are, are harder to finish than, than others, but the fact is that 48% of the people that buy a book, only 48% of those people finish the book. Now, as I'm trying to finish writing my book, that statistic is pretty, pretty discouraging, I've I got to tell you. The, you know, to, to think of all the time and effort that, that, that's put into a book and, and somebody picks it up and reads it a chapter, two, three, four, and, and never makes it to the end. I wonder how many times, though, and how many books that we've picked up and that we've started that it had something in that book that would have changed our life had we finished it and applied it. Well, let me ask you this. How many times have you, <clears throat> have you started reading the Bible and given up on it? How many times have you gotten bogged down in early on in Leviticus <laughs> Uh, you know, so, some of the harder, difficult books. And, and, and you've gotten, you, you've let it go. Or how many times have you just picked it up and randomly started trying to read it with, without any kind of plan at all? Well, let me just say today that, that folks, it's important that we keep reading. That we keep reading and turning the page after page after page because, folks, we know that the Bible will change our life if we let it. The Bible will change our life if we stay in it. The Bible will change our life if we read it and turn the page after page after page, read it and apply it to our life. One of the things a lot of people, you know, one of the great resolutions, decisions, whatever you want to call it, is, is to read the Bible throughout the year. And, and, and so we have, 
three or four different uh, Bible reading plans out here on the information table. I'd love for you to pick one up and, and, and it's got different starting points at it. Um, it. It's got one, it's 40 days, 40 days reading in the book of John. Um, you know, if you think, man, this is a, this is a big task, start with one, one book. And there, there's another uh, reading plan. It, 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 it reads through most of the New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs. A, basically a chapter a day for, for the year. It's not a lot of, of lengthy reading, but it gets you in God's Word every day. And then of course, there's a chronological reading, uh, the entire Bible in 365 days. And so there's a point where you can start anywhere in, in those reading plans. And so I just want to encourage you today to get in. To get in and, and, and start reading. Get in and keep reading page after page. Turn the page <coughs> so that God can, can speak to you through His Word. Pray through the Scriptures as you read. And, and maybe, you know, I think we're, we're all probably, unfortunately, better off reading a devotional, the open windows. You know, it's got one verse at the top and a, and a, and a half a quarter page of a devotion at the bottom and that's it. But let me encourage you to spend your time in God's Word and then praying through God's Word. And then spending a moment not just reading and praying, but in silence and allowing God to speak back to you. Whatever you do, don't stop. Don't give up. Keep moving forward. And, and that's true in, in Bible Bible study, and it's also true in life, in, in circumstances in life. We've got to keep moving forward in our spiritual life, in our financial life, and in, in our relationships, in our family, in our life goals. It's important to keep turning the page and moving forward. And don't, don't get in a rut. Don't quit on life. Don't give up. What about this? Make, make amends with somebody you're at odds with. Be willing to, to extend that grace to somebody that needs it. Be willing to, to go to great lengths to offer reconciliation. And, and believe me, I know there are some situations where reconciliation is, seems all but impossible. But folks, we have to continue praying for that. And as long as we've made that attempt, as long as we've made an effort, as long as we have granted the, 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 the grace and the mercy and forgiveness, that's all we can do. But embrace new opportunities as, as God presents them to you this year. It's important that we, that we recognize the need for, for change in our life. It's important that we recognize the, the, the need to, to grow in our life and to leave the old behind and, and be willing to step into whatever God leads us to do. You see, God still has you here today, and if you're still here tomorrow, He has a plan for you for tomorrow. And He has a plan for you for next year. 
Folks, don't get settled into a rut of here I am, this is what I do. Have your eyes open and, and be looking for God to work and at work around you. And be willing to step out into something new and try something different and something new wherever God might be working. Say, there He is, and go join Him. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. <coughs> says, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on, on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You see, the things that happened this year, the things that happened in our life this year, there's nothing we can do to change it. It's in the history books. It's in the record books. It is there, done, and taken place, over and done with. We have to let that go. If it was good, bad, or indifferent, we've got to let that go and see what God has in store for us for this year and be willing to step out and follow Him looking forward. You know the, the old saying, a car has a, a big windshield, right? And a little rearview mirror. Because God wants us looking to the future with little respect to what's behind us. We need to be looking forward to heaven and, and the goals that God has for us in the, in the coming life, not the things in the past life. In Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, uh, again, he writes, For, Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. How, uh, let's stop right there. How easy is it for us to dwell on the past? Some of you know I'm speaking the truth now. How, how easy is it for us to, to hold on to something that happened in the past? How easy is it for us to, to hold on to it and not let it go? Because we think we're holding it over somebody when in reality it's really holding something over us. Isaiah here says, says, forget the former things and don't dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Streams in the wasteland. Lamentations chapter 3. Because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says, There's a time for everything, a season for every activity under the heavens. You see, there, there's a time for something to, to begin. There's a time for something to end. There's a time to, to, to let it go and a time to move forward onto something new. See, we're all going to be facing a new season in our life tomorrow. 2024 and the future is unknown to us and we have no clue what's going to come our way. I often used to think, I, I, I would love to know the future. I would love to know, you know what this is going to be like and what what that's going to be like. I'd probably worry myself sick though if I knew what was coming my way. But when the going gets tough, don't give up. Work through it and put it behind us and, and press on to what God has for us next. You think about the uh, Moses and the Israelites. Thinking about their journey from slavery to freedom. 
oh my goodness, and, and all the things that they had to go through. Just the fact of getting out of Egypt and in their journey through the desert. There were times of, of great fear and doubt and discouragement. But on the flip side, there was also times of great joy and peace and, and celebration. There were hardships for sure. But there was also great miracles. And see, they had eyes to see and were aware and, and waiting on God to work in their life. And they saw miracles come their way. For 40 years, they never gave up. They never quit. Now granted, they wanted to. And they griped and complained enough about it, didn't they? But they never gave up. They kept moving forward, even though it seemed they're going round and round in circles. They still kept moving. And ultimately, God led them to the promised land. Because they never gave up. What about Saul? Saul and his transformation to Paul. We find it in Acts chapter 9. <coughs> Saul was, as you know, was a, <clears throat> a persecutor and a, and a murderer of, of Christians. Um, in fact, he was on his way to persecute more Christians when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. Later on in, in Acts chapter 9, we pick up in verse 17. And it says, uh, Then a disciple, Ananias, went to the went to the house and entered it. And placing his hands on Saul, he said, Saul, my brother Saul, my Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized and after taking some food, he regained his strength. And Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. Here's a guy that would love to come in here this morning and take us all out. But God did such a mighty work on, on his heart and in his life that that same man, instead of coming in here wanting to take us all out, wanted to come up here and stand and preach the gospel to you. Amen? That is the power of the God we serve. Amen? And that God can, serve, can, can change anybody's heart from bad to good, from the old to the new, from lost to saved. And praise God, we serve that God. You drop on down to verse 26 there, and it says... Uh, when, when Saul came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he was really a disciple. I can get that, can't you? <laughs> this guy had a, a, a reputation like nobody else. They knew that, 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 that if you were in the sight of Saul, there was a good chance he was. it was not going to be a good day for you if you were a Christian. And so here, when, when Saul went to Jerusalem and he tried to mingle with the disciples, they're like, hold on, no. Uh-uh. Let's stop right there for a moment. Because you see, this year, this coming year, you're going to, you're going to encounter people, or you're, you're going to hear from people who have had a checkered past. People who you know we're living a not so good life. 
maybe even a, a despicable life. But folks, some of these people might very well have surrendered to God and been changed. But the question becomes, will we accept them as a forgiven child of God? problem is often it's our self-righteousness because we don't see ourselves as wicked and as evil and as rotten and as sinful as God does we often want to compare ourselves to each other and hey we're all pretty good aren't we I mean let's face it right until we stand beside a holy and perfect God There's not much good in us after that. You see, we often see ourselves as better than others. And so let me ask you in this coming year, will, will we give others the benefit of the doubt? Will we give them that chance to live the life God's called them to? Will we accept them into the kingdom of God as God has? And we see in the story that, that even the disciples had a hard time with it. Look at verse 26 again. It says, when he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples. They were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. And then look what happens in verse 27. In verse 27, somebody vouches for Saul. Somebody walks along with Saul and says, hey, it's the real deal. Something's really happened with this guy. His heart has been changed. He has been delivered. He is redeemed. He is a child of God. Look in verse 27. It says, but Barnabas. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. And he told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. And so see, Paul was, or Barnabas was Saul's spokesperson. He vouched for, for Saul's changed life. And he took him and shared with the apostles in verse 28 it says, and so Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. Praise God. You see, Ananias and the disciples, they were, they were fearful. Because of this guy's checkered past, and his was really checkered. But Barnabas stepped up and vouched for him. To basically say, Come on, Saul, walk with me and, and I'll take you around and I'll introduce you to, to all the guys around here. They were fearful, but in and through that, God made His presence obvious among the people. He made it obvious in the life of those that He was working in that, that Saul was a changed person. In both of these cases, Moses and Saul, God was faithful in their transition. He was with them, and you know, as they turned their pages from their lives, from the old life to the, 
to the new life. He surrounded them with people who supported them and, and helped them. Let me ask you this morning, is there, is there somebody in, in your life that you can be a mentor to this year? Maybe they're new in the faith. Maybe they're struggling in their walk with the Lord. Is there somebody you can help grow in Christ? Is there somebody you can be a Barnabas to? Folks, don't let the pages of your life fail to be turned because of your circumstances. <clears throat> Take some time and, and spend some personal time of reflecting on the areas of spiritual growth, your relationship with others, or, or your habits that you have. Address those areas of, of unforgiveness, of bitterness, and, and, and the grudges that we, that we hold on to. Begin a new year with your passion to pursue God. To pursue God and, and His purpose in your life. What does that look like for you? See, we have to turn the page of the past. We have to let go of the past. We, we've got to acknowledge last year's pain and disappointments and, and realize the importance of forgetting or forgiving and, and letting go of the, the things that hurt us in the past not to hold on to it. We need to seek healing and, and restoration through God's grace and extending God's grace to those around us. Are there people in your life that, that, that you walk by that you speak to because you have to speak to them? Why is that? Is there something there that needs to be settled? Is there something there that needs to be right, made right? So spend some time in reflection. Let go of the past and then embrace whatever God has in store for you. Renew your commitment to God's Word and to your prayer life. Dedicate yourself to serving God and serving others this year. How, how is that going to look for you? How are you going to, to serve others this year? How are you going to serve God this year? Is it going to be the same old thing that you did last year? Are you willing to step out and do something new? Are you willing to take on something else? Are you willing to take what you've always done and try to revamp it to make it a whole lot better? and a lot more effective for the kingdom of God? And are we cultivating that attitude of gratitude and, and hope for the future? Folks, God's plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. And as I look around the room, there's not a one of you here today that God hasn't already planned a purpose for your life. The question is, will we sit back and, and stay in the life that we've always had and always known? 
in that comfort zone? Or, or are we willing to, to really step out and follow God wherever He leads you? Wherever He leads us in the coming year. Remember, in order to finish the book, we've got to keep turning the pages. In order to, to move forward next year, we've got to turn the page. In order to, to finish this life and, and receive the prize that God has for us, we have to turn the page and move on with what God wants us to do. See, time and again, God's Word says for us to, 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 to sit still and be happy and content with where we are. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? It says to keep on keeping on. It says to persevere. Be faithful time and time and time again. Persevere, persevere. Don't stop. Keep on pursuing what God has in store for you. And I'll close with this verse. Psalm 31, verse 14 and 15. It says, But I trust in You, Lord. I say, You are my God. My times are in your hands. Can you honestly say that this morning? That you are giving over your time into God's hands. Folks, we can trust God's guidance and God's plan for our lives. We can confidently turn the page into next year because God's faithfulness and His promises will lead us through whatever He brings our way next year. Folks, are we ready to meet God and join Him at work? And only you can decide that. Only you can decide whether to, to stay or to move. To close the book and put it on the shelf and stay like you are. Or to turn the page and keep moving forward with what God wants you to do in your life. Let's pray together. Almighty God, You are a great God of forgiveness and love and compassion and Your mercies are unending and made new every morning. And Father, today, as we stand at the, at the end of one year and the doorstep of yet another, no, we don't know what this year has in store for us. We didn't know what last year had in store for us. But Lord, we look forward to this year and what you have in store for us because we know that you will walk with us through those times in the, in, in the coming year. You will give us the strength we need. You will lead us and guide us through the things that come our way. And so God, whatever it is that we face this year, we pray that in all we do and all we say, God, we will bring glory and honor to you. And if this year is the year for us, to meet you face to face, you will indeed say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Father, we surrender to you today and give our time over to you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's stand and sing together.
Trust me.